Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Old Christian Podcast. I didn't know who was going to start that. You got me and Jared here today. Let's roll in, Jared. Oh, you know, it's uh, it's going all right. I can't complain. So it's uh, it's been a decent day, I guess. It's actually been a very uh, oh, um, very difficult day, actually. How's so, it? Yeah, yeah. I uh, see you've uh, switched your voice accent. What do you mean? You know, you know. You just sound a little different today. Uh, all right then. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been pretty difficult. Uh, so I'm a salesman, right? And so my uh, like my pay is based off commission. And since my boss quit uh, earlier this month, uh, month, month, anyways, and uh, and yeah, so my whole pay is all skewed. So uh, it's been an interesting day to die. So no bueno. Yeah. Anyways. But uh, I am the maker of my own mind in the sense of uh, I get to choose if I'm upset or not. And so I'm choosing to not be upset and I get to choose that today is a good day. So today's yeah. a good day. Yeah, yeah. Get Anyways, it. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so today we're talking about James chapter 3. Um, so we're back to the American Jared here and uh, Codus is going to lead it. But uh, just to kind of recap. Wait, I am? Gonna- yeah, man, unless you want me to. Doesn't matter. You should. I think you should, yes. Got it. Okay, I'll lead. Um, so I got next kinda... one. Dibs. You got it. Dibs <laughs> on four. Okay. So just to kind of recap, uh, James chapter one and two. So we, it's actually been a very incredibly meaty book, um, James is. And so, um, of course, James is a brother of Jude, uh, who is also a brother of Jesus. But they don't interest, they don't introduce themselves as Jesus. Uh, sorry, as brothers of Jesus. They introduce themselves both. Keep talking. One sec. You got it. Um, And so, anyways, just to kind of recap James chapter 1. So in James chapter 1, it talks about uh, who he's writing to. He's writing to, this is James speaking, he's writing to the 12 tribes. uh, So that is Jews. So it's like the 12 tribes of, of, uh, of Israel, of Jacob. And so, anyways... We see a lot about wisdom, which is going to come into play here in this chapter in James chapter 3. In fact, it's going to be a majority of the chapter is about wisdom. Um, and so it also talks about faith and how they kind of correlate faith and wisdom. And then James chapter 2, it talks about how faith results in works. Um, it says, I will show you my faith by my works, uh, and faith without works is dead. And so it goes to show the importance of works in accompaniment. Accompaniment? Accompanied with faith. So that's just kind of the summary of James chapter two. So we're going to dive right into James chapter three. Uh, welcome. It's good to have you back, Codus. Yep. So, uh, no, no, you're good. So he starts out by saying right out the gate, he says, "Not everybody should teach the Bible. Those who teach it will be judged more strictly." Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and end the podcast right there. Let's go ahead and shut <laughs> it, um, there it is. Yeah. Quit our TikToks. Quit everything. Um, no, yeah, I read it, that and I was like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> Yeah, but like in reality, like a lot of people should read that and be like, maybe I need to take a step back. So I think I told you this, Codus. Um, when I was a couple years ago, I was working on an ambulance, and uh, one of my coworkers, my partner, or whatever, he was, he, dude, he was so knowledgeable of the word. He's actually the one that taught me um, because it's not necessarily biblical, but it's it's not a Bible verse, but it is a biblical concept. But anyways, he taught me that if you continue to sin, um, knowing it's a sin, then the reason that you sin is because you love your sin more than you fear God. And so he's the one that taught me that. And we, we've said it before on this mm-hmm. podcast, both of you and I have. And, uh, and so he's incredibly knowledgeable of the Bible. 
Um, and in fact, I bet you he was, he was probably called to preach. Um, I know his pastor at his church told him that he needs to lead group, but because he doesn't want to teach the Bible because of this verse right here, he told me he was scared to teach the Bible because of this verse, um, because he didn't want to be held more accountable. And so he, he, he actually used this as a, uh, justification for his actions in the sense of, um, he didn't want to get involved in church. He didn't want to serve and stuff like that. And so he used this as like, "Ah, I don't want to teach. Um, so because I don't want to teach because of this, I'm just going to stay away from church. And so anyways, he kind of used it to justify a lot of his, his, uh, his wrongdoings. But, uh, anyways, love the dude. Awesome dude. Very knowledgeable. Um, just in the, in the world's eyes, I guess I should say, uh, not very wise. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the, he's knowledgeable, just not wise. Cause there's a difference. There's a difference between knowledge and, and uh, and wisdom. And so mm-hmm. of course, knowledge is the, the depth of understanding that you have, but wisdom is the application of that understanding. And yeah. so wisdom uh, was lacking in that department because he didn't have the application. So anyways, that was the very first verse <laughs> of James chapter three. Very um, first verse. Very first verse. And, I, you know, I found it was actually very interesting that right after that, he goes in to say, James says, we all make mistakes because he, he literally just says that, you know, every like he says, teachers will be judged more uh, with more scrutiny. And yeah. he says, but yet, you know what? We all make mistakes. <laughs> and then he goes in to talk about the tongue. And so the tongue is what he talks about throughout the, pretty much the rest of the chapter. Um, and the strength of the tongue and the power of the tongue and how a little muscle that it is can control so, or like have such a big impact on many things. And uh, but he says, but yet we all make mistakes. And so he says, if we could control our tongues, then we could control our whole body. Now you think about it, like uh, how often are we like in the heat of an argument or something like that? And we, uh, we just want to say something like, we're just like but mm-hmm. we bite our tongue. That's the same. That's right? one thing that God's been teaching me lately. Ooh, and like, it's been, it's been pretty awesome, actually. Like, it's been pretty good. Like, yeah. there's been, there's like, there's been so many like tests. You, like, you pray for mm. patience. God, God's gonna make you patient. You know, you, you pray for this. God's gonna give you opportunities to hold your tongue. And lately, right, right. I've been getting a lot of that, and it's pretty awesome. Like, it's pretty cool to see like what you're praying for. Like, you're being trained for. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I uh, that kind of relates to this morning. So. Um, so like I said, I'm in sales, right? The Australian Jared, uh, he said that I'm in sales and, uh, and so, (laughs) but, uh, anyways, so my, my salary, my, my monthly income is based off of my commission. And so if my commission's messed up, then I'm basically not getting paid. Now I I get a little bit of a salary plus commission, but Mm -hmm. the salary doesn't pay the bills, the commission. Like 10,000 probably. Eh? Nothing. I don't make that much money. Um, but, uh. So anyways, I get that notification from, okay, so like I said, my manager quit, right, um, a few months or a few weeks ago. And so now I have this, like, he's not really an interim manager. He's like, he's a different uh, manager that's stepping in temporarily kind of, but like not just, um, not for like his the role, backup really. quarterback. Kind of, but he's, it's more like a, a backup, maybe like a relief pitcher, but playing backup quarterback for football. Because he deals in an entirely different department, um, but he's just like taking over. Like so, there's, anyways, there's there's a few different of my roles um, of of my sales, and so that manager took over me, and now he's like my quote unquote interim manager. But then a different manager took over my coworkers, and anyways, it's it's it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my opinion. But um, so I say all that just because I got off topic because I got really really frustrated. In fact, I texted my wife. I said. Babe, I am pissed, and like, and I like, I don't usually say pissed unless like I'm like really livid. Um, usually, I'll say like ticked or like just mad. But um, 
Southern people, I'm ticked. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm ticked. Yeah. Um, so I texted her. I was like, I am mad, mad. And uh, so I, 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 I got the, uh, the, uh, the, the news through an email and, and also a text mm-hmm. at the same time. And I knew, I was like, I do not need to respond right now because if I do, it will not be a very professional email. <laughs> um, and so I bit my tongue. But, of course, I think that um, I still allowed my tongue to speak too freely when I went to my wife and said that I was pissed, in my opinion. Um, because, obviously, my ex-boss, he quit or whatever. And so everybody's just kind of overloaded because everybody kind of took on his responsibilities and so over time, I began to cool down and realize, you know, okay, well, people are doing their best, you know, just, just you know, that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so anyways, I say all that to say this because he says, James does, he says, if we could control our tongues and we could control our whole body, I wasn't able to control my tongue. Um, there's often times where I am able to control our tongue, but here's the deal is like, if we could control our tongue in every single situation, then we would have absolutely no issues with temptation over the flesh. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the, the tongue is the, the loosest, uh, loosiest, goosiest little thing that, uh, that we, it's, it's difficult to control. Yeah, the loosiest, goosiest. Um, it really is difficult to tame. And, and we can figure out why as, as Jane talks about it more. Um, but I think that's something that we can all relate to. Like, and we were driving down the road, the highway, the road, the interstate, whatever you want to call it, the freeway. And we were driving down it and somebody cuts us off. It's very quick to be like, oh, you idiot. You know what I mean? And uh, without even thinking about it, I feel like most of us do that. I know I did it for the longest time. Um, and so, but yeah, that's when we're not controlling the tongue. We should control the tongue. And if we could control the tongue, think about how much better we would be. Think about yeah. how much how uh, how much nicer we would be. If we could control our tongue, we could control it and like force it to say good, not bad, all the time. I feel like I feel like we as humans were like, I don't know. I just feel like we're negative a lot of the time. Yeah, and, yeah, and like. And, and it's, it's because we're selfish. I mean, honestly, um, like we only complain because things aren't going our way. And if we're complaining that something's not going our way, that's selfish, right? <clears throat> um, so it was selfish of me this morning to get upset at people for um, for not doing somebody else's job because they're stepping in and doing my, my ex-boss's job. And so I was mad at that. It was like ridiculous of me, right? Um, so anyways, it's just stepping on my own toes here. But uh we're, we are honest and vulnerable here at the Yolk Christian Podcast. So uh, James goes on to say, he says, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. So there could be good things that come from it. Like imagine Codus going up on stage in front of thousands of people. Spreak, uh, speaking, hello. I, did, I say that all the time. I'm going to start freaking the word of God. Uh-huh. Speaking the word of God in front of thousands of people. And that's a grand speech. That is a good speech. That is something it's good. Billy Graham in and up. Yes, sir. You, dude, you are the next, next Billy Graham, bro. Don't say that. 100%. What do you mean don't say that? 100%. 100%. Um, right. and, so, and so the tongue is a small thing that can uh, make grand speeches and that it can have good impact. But then it also says that a tiny spark can start a forest fire. So just like a, the small muscle of a tongue that it is can make grand speeches, it can also be a spark in starting a forest fire. So it can also be used for bad. And so we need to have control, as much control as we can over our tongue so that we can manage what comes out, fire or grand speech, you know. And he, uh, he says the tongue is a flame of fire full of death and poison, or sorry, full of deadly poison. Um, that just goes to show you right there that the tongue is uh, definitely, it's, 
most of the time used for bad. And we'll get into yeah. that a little bit more. Um, in fact, we'll talk about it here. He says, the next verse, he says, sometimes it praises God and other times it curses people. He said, it's not right when blessings and cursings come from the same mouth. So, Codus, what's, uh, yeah. what do you think about that, dude? Like, in terms of application. Ask the question one more time. So it says blessings and cursings should not come out of the same mouth. So Paraphrase. like, I guess how, you shouldn't be like, oh, you know, love you, God, and then be like, oh, F you, you, you know. Right, 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 right. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're if you're cursing people, so like. Uh, I mean, people that listen to this podcast aren't stupid. Everybody knows that another word for a cuss word is a curse word, right? And so whether people inherently mean it or not, some words that we say are cursings of the people. Like when we say F you, that's like a it's a curse, right? We're saying, oh, yeah, that's not you. nice. Yeah, it's not nice. It is a cursing. And so um, this verse is, is uh, used often to dispute uh, the, the question of is cussing a sin? Um or rather, it's not used to dispute the question. It's used to refute yeah. the idea that cussing is not a sin. Uh, I, I personally, I don't know what your beliefs are, Codus, but I personally hold to the belief that if somebody believes a word is a cuss word, then I should not say it. Um, yeah. Because I don't want to lead them astray. I don't want to be a stumbling block. Yeah, so, I'm fully with you there. So uh, I was in a conversation right. with – go ahead. Oh, oh today um, I told someone to shut up, and then one of these uh, – the, one of the kids, he was like, that's not a nice word. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. But yeah, so <laughs> shut up was like a bad word to him. So I don't that's know, that was just what it reminded me of. Yeah. And, you know, I think that kind of that logic of who we're around kind of mm-hmm. goes like it, it, like everybody knows it. Because if you think about it, a lot of people will limit their, their, their vocabulary. Their, yeah, their like, for example, in school, high school, yeah. like people uh-huh. aren't going to cuss. All, like <laughs> Teachers are way too loose. But they're not going to cuss as much in front of teachers as if they were just at the lunch table. Exactly. Like yeah. different people. Right. I uh, I was in a, I was talking to somebody the other day on TikTok. You know who he is. I'm not going to name name or anything. But uh, in his videos, he's a Christian eh, TikToker. Um, and he was cussing in his videos. And um, so some people were like, hey, dude, you shouldn't be doing that and called him out. So he made another video being like – and I don't even remember what he said. But it was basically in defense of it. Um, and it's anyways, a very long, like controversial one. Went to uh, the Catholic Church. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I thought. I blocked him. I can't. I don't yeah, know what he yeah. Does. Um, he follows Yolt, by the way. I don't know if I told you that or not. Um, and well, hi. Uh, I don't know, but so does the progressive pastor Brandon Robertson. So maybe, maybe people just I don't know, man. Maybe they maybe they follow me so they can like try to stitch the videos or something. I don't know. Um. That's what Brandon does. He's he's stitched like six of my videos in the last three weeks. Hey, we're getting them views. Thank you, Brandon. Well, usually the people from his side come to ours and then just like rant. And then they're them. seeing truth. Planting those seeds one by one. Something. So uh but anyways, I say all that because say a all lot of people that. a lot of people that uh say a cussing is fine, they say, Oh, because of culture. But if we think about it, even mm-hmm. Paul adapted himself to his culture so that he wouldn't lead them astray. And so we should do the same. Uh, this wasn't supposed to be like a, a cussing, you know, I was about to say TikTok. This isn't a TikTok uh, podcast. 
but uh, so we see well, his, TikTok, it's, everybody. I think it's acts. It's either 21, 22 or 23. But anyways, Paul shaves his head to appease the people around him. So likewise, we should do yeah. the same. And if people don't like cussing, then we should appease mm-hmm. that and not cuss. Granted, how about this? We just don't cuss in general. Yeah. Um, um, but know. to kind of go along with that, it's like in Romans, it's like, well, don't be a stumbling block. So for exactly. example, yeah. like if one of your friends struggles with like, I don't know, uh, with drinking, don't take that friend to a bar. Like don't, yep. you, too, you don't, like, you don't have, don't be drinking when that friend's over or just don't like, don't become the reason that person falls into that temptation. Mm. If you will. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that we're all, uh, we all struggle with, I think without even realizing it, you know? Yeah, being like, an accidental stumble block. Yeah. Like, that's something I've been thinking about a lot recently is, like, how often am I a stumbling block without even realizing yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Which... And even, like, the thing is, like, yes, be a stumbling block to Christians, but how many times are we stumbling blocks to non-Christians? Ooh. I think that's I'm, a big thing. Yeah. Especially, so, yeah, ooh, I'm calling yeah. out the lukewarms here. Oh, I'm calling yeah. out the lukewarms here. So, if is, oh, what's that face for? No, I, I, that was right. That, that hit home. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so I'm calling out the lukewarms right here. But with, with your Christian group, you don't send them the, stu- the same stuff you send your, your non-Christian friend group. And the stuff you send your non would never send your Christian friend group. So it, it's, it's I don't know, you, you say you're a Christian, but you're being a stumbling block. You're sending inappropriate memes or pictures to these certain friends, or you're showing them certain things that you would never show your Christian friend group. So you're being a stumbling block to them. So I, I, you see where I'm going with that, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, be the same person no matter mm-hmm. the people you're around. Uh, mm-hmm. Stepping on my own toes. So when I first moved down here, just a little bit of a story time. Um, I, I say stepping on my own toes. You stepped on my toes there. Thank you. Um, so when I first moved down here, I uh, I was hanging out with like a bunch of like friends or whatever, and mm-hmm. and um, and I mean I always think that I'm relatively the same person no matter what context I'm in. Yeah. Um, to a degree, like I'm not gonna, I'm not like mm-hmm. a. Who I am on this podcast isn't who I am in a work meeting. You know what I mean? No, but he's very like, mean. He's very, very mean. Right. Tells me to shut up all the time. He, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, of course, like different applications require a different Jared, if you will, like a different version. Yeah, of me. that's um, um, one thing I was sorry to interrupt, but like just quickly before I forget, but like yeah. that's one thing I think is really like it's kind of like what Paul did or. Yeah, Paul, maybe Peter, but like he adapted himself to the people to kind of fit in and kind of right, work yeah. with that. You mean? And I think that's something I've always I've always liked about myself. I can sort of like try to blend in with like every different group and kind of just work. I like yeah. that. That's a pretty cool thing. I can would do. uh would you ever shave your head to fit in? I've done it plenty of times. So you do, like if if you were moving to say like I don't know Texas or something weird like that, would you like shave your head and dude? Just, like, if that's what I've the culture. It. Okay, all right. I, I all grew right. a mullet because of the culture. I grew That's true. It's cut because everyone on TikTok was doing it. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was the worst decision ever, but I ain't doing it. I I'm, I, I personally won't do that again. That's funny. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, long story short, I was around this group of friends. I would be more um, – I don't want to say perverted because I, I wouldn't say I was perverted. Mm-hmm. It was more so like – Frat boy. Well, let's just You're go more... You get the point with it if I say that. So, um, my mind wasn't perverted, but I was quick to make vulgar jokes. There we go. That'll work. There you um, go. Dark humor. 
dark humor. And I don't think there's necessarily something wrong with dark humor inherently. I do think well, that Well, do a, do a, do a, to a limit cuz there's there's okay, there's some humor, weird people at my school that say right. some very like we should probably put them on a watch list kind of thing. Right, right, right. Okay, so if you're like joking about like murdering kind of people, then yeah, that, that's but not like, really if, funny. That's yeah. But if I tell Jared like, "Oh, I hope your grandma stubs her toe," you know, like that, that's exactly. funny and it's not yeah, like, yeah, yeah, weird. I, yeah. Um. Anyways, we. Hope your grandma does not stub her toe, though. I hope she her toes are just fine. She's dead, so I think her toes are already off. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Anyways, dark humor for you. So she is dead, but uh, I joke about it. Um. <laughs> she's dead but i joke about it okay yeah, Jared. yeah yeah it's just like you know how some people joke about the holocaust you know like they're dead not all of them but you know the people that died they're dead no i'm pretty sure they're all dead by now like i'm pretty sure because like 1940 that's pretty old there might be one or two people left that's like probably 80 90 years old yeah it's possible Anyways, so uh, James Chapter 3, uh, Godspeed, no. So we're about halfway through James Chapter 3. So, of course, sometimes (laughs) it's not right when blessing and cursing come out your mouth. So don't let blessing and cursing cursings be uh, coming out your mouth. There we go. So um, then he goes on to say, he gives on an analogy. I like this next part. Yeah. Wait, do you want to talk about it? Sure. So does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree Hmm. produce olives my brothers and sisters or a grapevine mm. produce figs mm. neither can a salt water spring yield fresh water if uh. you're doing all this crap you're you're cussing people out you're you're getting angry at people you're flipping people off you okay. ain't gonna produce fruit straight up right there people are gonna be like that man he is he's quick to judge he's a quick temper he's a not mm. good guy mm. no one's gonna want to listen to what you say Ooh. if you're like straight up hey god loves you but then mm, you for not listening to me what fruit are you producing? You're just putting mm. acid on the, the plant. Acid on the plant. Godspeed. Oh, I don't that's know. That's right, the first right. like chemical I could think of. That okay. I could have said like salt water or something. But You know, anything. Pesticide maybe? Or poison. Like no. Acid. Yeah. Anyway. No, acid. Gonna... Right. Napalm. <laughs> anyway. Napalm. Um, so, no, Napalm. you're absolutely right. And, and like we have one mouth. So we have one spring. Mm-hmm. Can one spring produce both fresh and salt water? No, that's not how it works. Um, if I go to a body of water, if say if I go to a pond, can it have, be half water or half fresh and half uh, salt? No, that's not how it works. Um, you're either one or the other. And so, um, you know, you, you said something interesting out, uh, just a second ago as well as earlier, Codis. You said that people will look at you and um, we could be a stumbling block for them. And those are the people that, like, I don't tend to think about usually. Um, and how often – because, okay, so this goes back. So a few years ago I asked some people it was while I was working on the, the ambulance company or whatever. Uh, I asked my coworkers. I said, why are you not a Christian? And eight out of ten of them, I remember this, they said that they weren't a Christian based off of how Christians act. And so somebody that's not saved was looking at Christians, and based off of how that Christian was acting, what they were doing, what they were saying – and uh, and they decided not to be a Christian because of that. And so mm-hmm. I th- we're definitely a stumbling block to the people more more often to outsiders than we are stumbling blocks to insiders. Very um, true. And so allow be the same person wherever you are. We go back to what we we're just talking about. A second. Back, be, the, no printer. Be, be the same person in this context as you are in this context. So long as that singular person that you're always that you always are mm-hmm. is biblically sound, you need to make sure that 
you're you're reading in and taking in the word so that it's kind of like a cup. I'm just gonna go to another analogy here. I've got stories all over the place at this point, but it's like a cup. All right. So if you've got water going into the cup, so you know it's fine. You know the cup's filling up, but sooner or later that 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 cup's gonna start overflowing. That's how it is with our faith. We should mm-hmm. we our body our our soul right. We are the cup, and then God through His Word is going to. Fill us with all this information, with all this love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, all that fun stuff, right? The fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so he gives us the fruits of the Spirit so that sooner or later, as we begin to fill up with those, we will begin to overflow with the fruits of the Spirit. And so we should all overflow in every context of our lives, whether it be at work, whether it be at school, whether it be at sports, or wherever you may be in life, overflow with the fruits of the Spirit. And if you do that, if you are loving, if you are uh Peaceful, kind, joyful, patient. I already said that. Uh, all the fruits of the Spirit, whatever. I, I lost the order, so I, I lost track of the nine. Anyways, <laughs> so if you are that, then people are going to recognize that, and they're going to see that, and they're going to be like, okay, maybe they got something good going on, and I want to be a part of that. But if, uh, if cursings come out the same mouth of, of blessings, they're going to look at that and be like, okay, that's a hypocrite. I don't want to mm-hmm. be a part of that. And so that goes back to another thing. I've talked to uh, – a dude I used to be really close with, he didn't want to go to church um, because he said the church was full of hypocrites. And, uh, of course, back then I told him, you know, we got room for one more. But, uh, you know, if that's his response and he grew up in church, then how many other people also think, oh, I'm not going to go to church because church is full of hypocrites, you know? Yeah. And so they, people think that church is full of hypocrites, one, because it is, but two, because we have blessings and cursing coming out, coming out of our mouth. And so... Uh, I forget where it's at in Scripture, but uh, it essentially says what Codus and I say here is the church is a hospital. It's Jesus that says it, pretty sure. Could be wrong. Anyways, I just read it today, but it says that the church is a hospital for the for uh, sick people. And so, you, anyways, I need to find out where that reference at. It doesn't say that word for word. That's just a saying, but it basically says the same yeah. thing. Um, so, blessings and cursings. Choose one or the other. Don't be hot or cold. Let's go with blessings. Choose blessings. That's a good so, idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he says, if you are wise, he says, prove it by living an honorable life. Mm-hmm. So this goes back to the, the fruits of the Spirit. So if we're living in a certain way, then uh, if the fruits of the Spirit are pouring out of us, then if somebody were to look at that and they'd be like, he's an honorable dude or she's an honorable woman. Um, just like mercy isn't necessarily or merciful isn't a fruit of the Spirit. But if we have all the fruits of the Spirit, then people will consider us merciful. So similarly, that's how it's going to work with with honor. Um, So he says, if you are wise, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Um, Doing good works, again, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all of those uh, characteristics – are going to be self-evident in the works that you do. It will overflow of that cup, that cup analogy. So this is what's interesting, though, at least in my opinion. He says, don't cover up jealousy and selfishness with boasting and lying. So boasting and lying, he says, such things are demonic. Yeah. (laughs) Hold up. Say that again. He said, boasting and lying. How many of us know people that are boasting and lying constantly? He says, those things are demonic. Say, what? Yeah, they're demonic. What? What? Then he says, uh, where these reside, this is talking about boasting and lying, where these reside, disorder and evil will as well. So if there is boasting and lying, you can expect to find disorder 
or in other words, chaos and evil. Oof. Mm. So if God is not evil, I know a lot of atheists might think he is, but he's not. Uh, if God is not evil, that means that in his presence there will be no boasting and lying. And if we are to imitate Christ, that means that we must also abstain from boasting and lying because we cannot be in Christ and have those evil attributes about us. Mm-hmm. So no, quit, quit your boasting, quit your lying, wash out your mouth of soap, and go give some blessings. Uh-huh. Yeah, not curses. Not curses, blessings. blessings. And he says, and uh, this is towards the end of the chapter here, but he says, God's wisdom is pure. He says, it is peace, loving, gentle. Man, that sounds a lot like fruits of the Spirit found in Galatians 5, doesn't it? He says, it is peace, loving, gentle, and willing to yield. It is merciful and fruitful. If you have the fruits of the Spirit, an effect of that, or uh, something that will happen along with it, is a willingness to yield. Now, that does mean willingness to admit that you're wrong. That also means willingness to allow other people to speak before you that means a lot of uh oh, i need to my phone Vibrate. i thought that was me i was like what i don't even have um, that as my ringtone so we need to be willing to yield somebody who is wise will yield uh, and that's in all aspects of life and it says and they are merciful and fruitful fruitful of course going back to the fruits of the spirit found in galatians chapter five and it, uh, he says god's wisdom is pure it shows no favoritism so wisdom shows no favoritism mm-hmm. Facts and is sincere. It goes back to James chapter one. He starts out, or is it James chapter two? It's James chapter two. So in the beginning of James chapter two, he starts out by saying um, to have or to to not have favoritism or to not uh, discriminate mm-hmm. over others. And so, and here he says, true wisdom shows no favoritism and is sincere. So when you're yeah. going, if you're if you want to be wise, it says the beginning of wisdom. Uh, the Bible says it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So true. fear God. Right, and then on top of that, study wisdom. And if we're studying wisdom, wisdom is peaceful. It is loving. It is gentle. It is willing to yield. It is merciful. It is fruitful. It shows no favoritism. And wisdom is sincere. And then he goes on to say, and this is the last point I got for the cha- the chapter here. He says, "Those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness." So those who are wise will plant seeds of peace. Think about that. I want to be wise, so I'm going to go plant some seeds real quick. Let me go hop on it and uh, throw out some seeds of peace. Let me be a peacemaker. In fact, I think it's Matthew chapter 5. It says, blessed are the peacemakers, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, there's something about being a peacemaker rather than a a chaos maker. (laughs) So, um, But that's that's really it for James chapter 3. You know what's a good way to plant seeds, Jared? What's that? By, you know, spreading the word and being the light. And so... You know what's a good way to kind of spread the word? What's that? Is by t-shirts. Because everybody looks at t-shirts, right? So what's really smart is Christian apparel that is Mm. fairly, fairly cheap, very comfy, and very cool looking. And Mm. so if you're listening, like, hmm, I kind of want to spread the word with my t-shirt. I kind of want to wear some cool Christian clothing that's inexpensive. You should check out the Yolk podcast clothing line that we have if you go to our instagram our tiktok and you look in the bio click it click the clothing and you'll see some pretty fire clothing if you ask me yeah and that- you know i wore one to school <laughs> and people were asking me oh what's that verse mean what's that mean that's a really cool shirt where'd you get it and Wait. you know i was spreading the word get this so 
Codus made a shirt. He wore it to school. Okay, which by the way, we hadn't had like anybody get on the because we haven't been promoting like the clothing. Which by the way, that was a like flawless plug. So good job. Um, <laughs> uh, we're gonna try but, to do that. We're gonna try to like all right, all right. smooth it in. Um, but Codus got. I was looking at it, and that day that he wore the shirt, he only wore the shirt. We got forty people that looked seven at the hours. In seven hours, forty people looked at the website. Yeah. That's 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 incredible. So what you wear, people are looking at. So think oh, about that. Yeah. Are you like, representing? Like, what are you doing? Nobody's looking. There's always yeah. somebody looking. If anything, yeah. God's always looking. Absolutely. And like, are you representing death with your apparel? Or are you representing life? Let's think about that. Now, if if you're a Christian and you're supposed to represent life, or, are you are are? And what what about if like you're you're wearing like a Metallica shirt or like a, a Death Leopard or like sorry Death not Death um or like Please all these that. like. Or what if you're wearing something that's borderline satanic without even realizing it? You know, like you're representing death without even realizing it. And people are looking at that and judging. And it's like a subconscious thing. We're looking at it like, oh, interesting. But Codus wore a shirt. Was it the mountains or was it the leaves of the 99? It was the Matthew. The Matthew. Mountain. It was the mountain one. So it says Matthew 17, 20. And so he got to yeah. talk to people all day long about how faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Yeah. That's pretty neat. So if you want to, if you want to get a shirt that helps you spread the gospel, it start. It's it's the conversation initiator. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's the best thing about it, because like a lot of the shirts, it's just like a picture. Like it's Jesus sitting in Yosemite. It's a shepherd leaving like a bunch of sheep for one sheep, and it's cool conversation starters. Because the teacher was yeah. looking at the website, and he was like, "What does the ninety nine verse one mean?" And I, I I gotta tell a teacher what the Bible says, like what it talks about, and like how God would leave ninety nine righteous people for one, and uh, it's just it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really neat. Uh, it's a, a very unique gospel opportunity that I feel like a lot of people don't capitalize on. And it goes back to this parable of the talents, right? So God gave us, it's a Matthew chapter 25. Um, it says, I, th- I believe it's verse 14 or 15, but he says that God gave each of his servants, or sorry, the master gave each of his ser- servants um, talents based off of their own ability. So God expects us to go read the, the parable of the talents. You'll get Anyways, I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but um, Matthew 25, and God expects us to do good with what he gives us. He doesn't, with an NT, he does not expect us to do good with what he has given others. So every single one of us, we're wearing clothes, right? We could say that that's a talent that he gives us um, if we're we're trying to make it applicable, right? Yeah. Do good with what you have. Do good with what God has yeah. allowed you to have. Do good with the clothes that you wear. Do good with the money that he gives you. Do good with the, the time that he gives you, with the, the gifts that he's given you, the spiritual gifts as well as the physical gifts like athleticism or maybe you're good at art or something like that. Do good with it. Do God's good work with it. Use your talents well. Um, Whether you eat, a- drink, do it all for the glory of God. Yes, sir. Don't uh, don't dig a hole and put your talents down there and hide it until the master comes back. He won't be very happy yeah. with you. But, yeah. uh That'll be a waste. You could have at the very least invested it, he says. Anyways, um, give it to the bank. So anyways, um, if you've listened to this uh, this chapter and you realize that, uh, you know what, maybe maybe my, my toes are getting stepped on. He said, or uh, maybe you're thinking, uh, you know what, I don't like my toes getting stepped on. Maybe you're like us and you want to grow because your toes are getting stepped on, like myself. Um, and here's the thing. Uh, that was a very bad intro, but... Here's the more honest intro. So, Codus and I, we suck. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We are, we're not good at this thing called life. We aren't. Um, I mess up every single day. Right. And uh, he messes up more than I do. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We're about to no, delete this. I'm about to curse you. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's the 
that's self-righteousness fake self-righteousness that's, that, that's pharisaical bite the tongue bite the tongue, yeah, bite the tongue. Um, no so anyways I say all that um, we aren't good um, and we struggle every single day we both mm-hmm. sin probably daily um, and Romans 3 20 something says for all of sin falls short of the glory of God absolutely everyone and sins everyone sins and even after we come to find Christ we're going to continue to sin and we aren't perfect. We're going to struggle. And here's the thing, though. I think that's a good thing. Not that not that we're sinning, you know, all that. Obviously, that's bad. But I think it's a good no, thing that we, I'd we, agree. we sin so much that we found Christ through it. We recognized that we were bad. We recognized that we were sinful. And we yeah, found Christ who was able to redeem us. The worst place to be is when you're sinning and you don't even care. Like mm. the worst thing is when you're sinning, you feel yes. no conviction. When you're sinning, you don't feel bad. That's yeah. when it gets bad. Yeah, I mean, if you feel no regret or guilt or shame or remorse, um, do you even have the spirit in you? Mic drop. Yeah. So. Call him out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna end it with that. Um, if you want right. to. Uh, to meet the God that we found, the God of love, the God that has changed our lives drastically, then uh, Codus has a prayer for you. So repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Now please help me to live the rest of this life for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for listening. Be sure to go check out our Discord. It's a community of, of Christians. We've got like 150 or so people there. Uh, we prayer request cahoots occasionally. We also have giveaways, which we haven't done one in a while, so it's, we're about, about due for one. And we can do it now. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so be sure to go check it out. Go check out our clothing. Let us know feedback. Uh, also, if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah. We'd love to get questions there. Um, and if you also have topics that you want us to do a podcast on, reach out to us on Instagram yeah. as well. We'd love to do that. So um, I love you. Codus loves you. <laughs> Most importantly, God loves you. Godspeed.